a book saved him when he was about to end his life and he strongly believes if i am not reading i am not changing if i am not changing i am not growing and he is on a mission to make india read in fact recently was asked by one of the global counterparts why just make india read can't we make world read in today's episode let us chat with booklet guy amrut deshmukh this is the guiding voice podcast series the guiding voice for a better future friends i am your host navin samala just a fellow it professional but a passionate learner on a mission to shape the careers and lives of millions across the globe through the guiding voice successful leaders and inspiring individuals across the globe share their insights with the world and our audience will acquire more knowledge and wisdom for every minute by tuning into our podcast than any other podcast in this space and because we drive conversations that matter conversations that add value to your life and your career thank you so much for joining me and we are extremely pleased to have amrut part of our journey amrut i'm super excited to have you dude hey thank you so much navin for having me i'm glad that you considered me as a deserving candidate to be on your podcast thank you yeah it is pleasure to host passionate individuals like you who are on a similar mission like you are making people read i'm trying to share the wisdom so that they can listen to the content and uh, get better so we are kind of uh, traveling in parallel boats i would say so always a pleasure to uh, meet uh, passionate individuals like you and all so on that note uh, let me uh, fire the first question out of this conversation amrut can you briefly share your career journey what you used to do before embarking in this on this mission of making india read or making the world read i am an uh, outdated chartered accountant outdated because uh, now i don't read gst books and income tax reckoners i read the mock the holy ferrari and chanakya niti so as a ca i got into stock market uh, became a fund manager made lot of money in stock market and then uh, i had three failed startups in a row one failed relationship i went into chronic depression i had huge bank balance but i was about to end my life and then uh, this this idea came to my mind about booklet and so here i am with you kind of i don't have words to say like the kind of journey that you had right the three failed startups one failed relationship and about to end life and now you are on a huge mission and uh, which is uh, serving a noble purpose of making individuals better and all right so how the book has saved your life you always keep sharing this uh, incident right and i i want you to share in your words how this incident has changed your life forever so as i said uh, three startups in a row and uh, because of that uh, my relationship fell apart <clears throat> i went into chronic depression for almost two months and depression has a direct attack on your appetite you don't feel like eating and uh, i still remember i used to wake up at 8:30 9 am and just lie down on the bed staring at the ceiling fan for 2 hours because there was no reason to wake up then you lost you lose your self esteem and things became so bad one day that i decided one evening it was 8 o'clock that i'll not see the next day's rising sun and so uh, i got up from the sofa so the same sofa set which i was sitting on i got up uh, walked three steps one two three and the lights went off there was a complete dark uh, darkness in the living room so i thought uh, it's very difficult to figure out the things which are required to hang out hang myself because we don't die every day right <laughs> and so i stepped back three steps again and sat on the same sofa 
and uh, i remember the words of my elder brother he used to say when i was a child abro whenever you are stuck up with a question what next read random read random don't bother what are you reading is it going to benefit you is it going to help you in your business are you able to understand don't bother about these things that's a problem of a so called highly educated people we we analyze everything so i said okay bhai bolta tha to uh, let us read the last book of my life just to kill time till the lights come back there was a book lying on the right side of the sofa i picked it up did not even bother to check the cover because he said uh, read random and uh, random book random page i just flipped any page and started reading it was uh, krishna and balram going through a forest it was getting dark so krishna says to his elder brother that uh, let's not go to sleep together i'll go to sleep and you keep a guard on us once you get tired you let me know and we will switch the roles but that's a school and krishna goes to sleep balram is walking to and fro the monster comes and yells at balram balram gets scared and the monster increases in size increase and balram shrinks in size this happens again he yells at him and so uh, balram is so scared that he screams krishna and faints down on the ground krishna mistook that my brother has called my name and he is now resting it is my turn and so krishna starts walking this time and the same monster yells at uh, a new face krishna's and krishna without any fear says what do you want and that gives a big setback to the monster and this time something different happens the monster shrinks in size and krishna grows bigger he again yells again what are you doing what what's what's your problem it fearlessly says to the monster and uh, the monster shrinks and shrinks and shrinks to a tiny button size krishna casually picks him up ties a knot to his dhoti and goes to sleep the next morning both the brothers resume the journey and uh, balram recollects his nightmare and says you know what happened last night a huge monster had almost killed me and krishna says wait 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 are you talking about him and balram says yes but how come he's so small and the epic message you know the stories from gita mahabharat vedvyas the author wanted to say that face what you must face the monster was just a, a metaphor of the problems and challenges of our life if you try to escape from them try to ignore them then that problem will become bigger than you and that problem will gain control over you but if you face what you must face you become bigger than the problem and you gain control over it and these words flash like akashvani in that dark room and that bad ugly thought of self sabotage never came back in my mind this is how a book saved my life and also thanks to maharashtra electricity board or sin agar light nahi jate to perhaps this podcast wouldn't have happened <laughs> yeah and may, mostly your mission would have not happened but such a compelling story and you narrated it so beautifully amrit i i i have been i am not seeing death right in front of you i felt the feeling the fear i can empathize with sushant singh rajput what he must have gone through he took the step i i did not yeah. the book came to my rescue 
can imagine can imagine but uh, good that uh, your brother's advice has come handy and uh, you started reading something randomly and it turned out to be a good thing for rest of the world i would say not just you but now many people are getting benefited out of your initiative which is which you should be proud of and your brother must be proud of now let's talk about uh, why people should read in your terms in your words let's hear it for uh-huh. our audience why should should we read is like why should we breathe what is the answer <laughs> i think uh, things like reading exercise are no more a hobby you can't say to exercise is my hobby reading is my hobby no it's a necessity will you say anavin having breakfast is my hobby drinking water is my hobby not really no so what's the difference between a person who doesn't read and who can't read is a person who can read but chooses not to read then what's the difference between him and an illiterate person are you getting my point yeah so i mean asking why should we read is like we all know the answer why should i <laughs> no justify it if you if you are a literate person you know how to read and it's not that we are not reading we are reading those whatsapp jokes and santa banta and alia bhat pjs and jokes on pappu we are reading those facebook and youtube comments reading has not gone down uh, unproductive reading this is all unproductive reading so in this uh, last two decades i would say the way reading is happening has changed like we have ebooks in the form of uh, kindle and many other platforms and we have audible audio books and physical books are still existing but in your opinion which one is for whom let's try to define a book <laughs> then we'll get a better clarity you will be able to answer this question if i if we nicely define a book so is book a uh, uh, black ink in white paper with bunch of papers sandwiched in a cardboard if that is the real definition of a book and the the most knowledgeable person in this world should have been the raddiwala you understand the word raddiwala yeah <laughs> the, the the scrap dealer who deals with okay. those mm-hmm. used books who sells on weight right right weight yeah. and kilo for him it is mm. kg right yeah. not the content of the book i mean i find that guy yeah. i i pity that guy he is the most an unfortunate person in this world he has no idea what treasure he is surrounded with for him it is just kgs you know to to be sold 10 rupees per kg how unfortunate for him so let's just try to define a book for for you and me people educated people like you and me a book is just a stupid medium to transfer the thoughts ideas experiences experiments of these great authors into our minds yes or no And how come a medium this is just a medium how come medium becomes more important than the message how does it matter whether that that message comes to me in the form of an audio a podcast a physical book in hand an audio summary from booklet a pdf a pubbed uh, epub kindle don't you think watching steve jobs interview on youtube is as good as reading part of his biography yeah is not going to speak something else and write something else at least not opposite now that people are listening to us don't you think they are reading part of my future biography yeah don't you think i'll be mentioning my story of uh, krishnan balram in my book you have already read 3% of my book <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it wonderful so uh, here comes my next one many people buy a lot of books but end up reading a few of them or maybe none right how to break the jinx 
this is i call them as they are not book readers they are book collectors and uh, see a book on a bookshelf is dead it is dead it's a biggest insult of the author and the book once you read it you should pass it on to your friend so don't 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 you know uh, keep the book on the bookshelf but that's not the answer to your question to to answer your question precisely habit number 1 from my book is the precise answer to your question so i have written a book called the seven habits of highly effective readers not written by stephen covey written by me and the habit number 1 is very interesting it's a non habit actually it says don't take reading too seriously don't take reading too seriously the key word is too huh? it's not that amrit ne bola don't take reading seriously no no it's the word is too we see people addicted to newspapers yes or no they never get bored yeah. why because their short articles within minutes they finish it they get a sense of completion after reading and they don't feel guilty if they don't finish the entire newspaper that's fine with them right nobody complains oh i left today's newspaper incomplete i did not read those five more articles which i was supposed to read no we don't say this but when it comes to books if we leave the book at page number 49 and then no we we start having the guilt and then we take a new book in our hands we say oh i did not complete the previous book and now i'm taking my new book what a bad reader i am are you getting my message <laughs> i can it's resonate okay. with you <laughs> ha, ha. it's okay to leave books half read it's not a crime don't you think it is also the responsibility of the author to keep you excited to keep you engaged it's not all your fault i mean my objective is not to insult the authors okay my objective is to remove the guilt from your mind and there is nothing called good reader and bad reader there is only reader and non reader i have left hundreds of books half read and i don't feel guilty about it i am saying booklet guy who is on mission make india read chill take a chill pill replace books with pages okay if you if after reading 25 pages you feel bored don't feel like reading further maybe the whole objective of the book was to teach you what kind of books you should not read at least that object is solved so draw any damn conclusion but please don't conclude that you are a bad reader okay even if i quit the book i don't quit reading in fact the more number of books i am reading i have read 1894 books till now the more number of books i read the more number of books i am leaving half read yeah. because many things are getting repeated or this is uh, old wine in new bottle this is to i already know that's fine accumulated knowledge compels me to leave books now <laughs> great <laughs> i loved it i loved it and in fact uh, you presented brutal truths and uh, yeah it is okay not to read the complete book but don't quit the habit of reading that's a key takeaway or mm-hmm. key message mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah so amrut now let's move ahead and uh, talk about another important point which is about reading we we come across so many interesting thoughts frameworks so many tips and all but not many people implement okay what they read right and uh, i came across some of your articles where you said reading and not implementing is as good as not reading at all so can you elaborate this <laughs> that's my next book to be launched on 16 december this year how to implement the books that you read and the subtitle is exactly that you said reading and not implementing is not reading see we think that learning and doing are two different phases or reading and implementation are two different phases unfortunately this comes from our old education system 
where you are supposed to sit within the four walls of the classroom learn 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 for 10 15 years and then apply in the real world as if the classroom was not a real world it was like a fantasy <laughs> that's the problem learning and doing are not two different phases it's one and the same a girl wants to learn piano for example will she say i'm learning piano then i'll play piano does that happen so no we don't know na the two phases are so merged so interlinked we don't know whether she is playing or learning it happens simultaneously but i was supposed to sit in the classroom to learn trigonometry by just listening and listening to my boring teacher and i understood nothing the sin cos and theta was like i thought i had dyslexia for for trigonometry and geometry but had my teacher taken me out of my classroom to that nearby flyover bridge which was under construction then when i was in 7th grade and she had told me that amrut look the sin cos theta principles are used here on this bridge or else the bridge will collapse i would have loved to learn trigonometry more isn't it navin by doing the things on the bridge every single sentence which was part of her syllabus in school days in her college days is being applied somewhere in some corner of the world the law of relativity e is equal to mc square is used in your uh, google gps maps dot latitude longitude it's all about law of relativity then we have to you know find out that and go and do those things that's all there is nothing theoretical i i think some some schools have started doing this and that's that's everything i'm going to write different ways of implementation no invisible implementation there are two ways of implementation not every idea is actionable not every idea is actionable there are two types of uh, implementation one is the author tells you a clear actionable step 1 2 3 you have to take these steps right the second is mindset shifting ideas you don't have to take any concrete uh, physical action but bring a change in your mindset say for example i read a book called quiet i used to feel before i read the book i used to find introverts as dumb people thoda dimag dhila hota hai unka sorry uh, i am speaking in hindi so mumbai mumbai guys have this bad habit of speaking in english english is a new language of convenience in mumbai right and so so introvert i used to find these boys and girls who were very shy not expressive like dumb people with low iq and after i read this book quiet by susan ken it's all about uh, introvert people i realized she said that the ability the, the quality of an idea and the ability to express that idea are two diff, completely different skills it has nothing to do with each other and i felt like a tight slap on my face that yeah so true just because they are not able to speak well to to put it on proper to paraphrase them the words that doesn't mean they do not have great ideas in their mind and my whole approach changed now whenever i realize that the other person is finding it hard to open up i'll encourage them to speak more in the meetings usually if you see navin the flashy guys end up talking the most if there is a 30 minute meeting and 25 minutes is only they will talk and yeah. they become the show stopper the, the the most attractive person of the meeting but now what i do is every person in the meeting will get 3 minutes to speak not more not less now i am doing justice to all the ideas which are there whether you are not able to express or you are a great orator it doesn't matter all the ideas come to me and i am at a great advantage now this is not about an actionable step it was about changing your approach towards introvert people yeah. yeah i i i could 
empathize with them now yeah. so these are the kind of implementations we have to do and uh, we'll have to wait for uh, another one and a half months mm-hmm. to to get this book yeah yeah so wish you all the very best i'm sure it will be a blockbuster and uh, when you mentioned about the school education right it reminded me of uh, three idiots rancho school i think we need to get into more of those kind of schools which uh, have practical based education and all but i can relate to what you are saying and completely echo with you because it has to change like learning while doing should become intrinsic it's not like you learn now and do maybe after a decade or so by the time you'll forget everything what you have learned great insights amrut and you read over 1800 books so far so i'm really curious if you were to share three must read books for everyone what would they be i have three all time favorite books and they keep on changing every week <laughs> so nevertheless i have to answer a question see if you if you have been listening to me in the last 10 minutes i have barely spoken about booklet app i i haven't even uttered the word booklet so i'm talking about reading habit i stand for the higher purpose of reading habit that's my why what's are not important what is important is why people come to you for why you do not for what you do that 80% of my success i owe to this guy called simon sinek he's a ted talk superstar from us and he has written a wonderful book called start with why start with why no wonder why i started with my why with this podcast so a uh, second book i would uh, highly recommend uh, psychology of money by morgan hosel i am a chartered accountant i have i have read more than 300 books only on finance stock markets investments but after reading this book psychology of money by morgan hosel i realized i hardly knew anything about money the whole approach towards money changed one one line i would like to share from that book is wealth is income not spent wealth is income not spent if you see a guy walking out from a ferrari we see wow what a rich guy he is actually he is rich and not wealthy because when he bought that ferrari for say 1 crore rupees his wealth has gone down by 1 crore and if he has bought it on emi then double liability so <laughs> wealth is income not spent what a wonderful way of looking at wealth there is a difference between richness and wealthy what we see is just rich people not wealthy people wealth is hidden in their portfolios in their savings in their real estate uh, ownerships third book i would say uh, who moved my cheese by spencer johnson a very tiny 60 pager book a fictional work but with amazing messages about change four mice lost in a maze in hunt of cheese and wonderfully uh, explained that how resistance to change is invitation to failure and my my motto of my the, the the foundation of this mission is based on my strong belief which is if i'm not reading i am not changing and if i am not changing i am not growing and to have this strong belief i have a burning desire to cultivate the habit of reading amongst the youth of india like navin and hence i am on mission make india read so these are all the i i would say these will be the game changer if somebody were to embark on and luckily i have read two of them start with why and also who moved oh, wow. my cheese and i'll be cheese. reading the second one as well that that's great set of recommendations amrut and uh, this conversation has been serious we were talking about reading and implementing what we have learned how to read different kinds of reading and all but let's add some spice to the episode i'm going to get my audience 
a chance give my audience a chance to know the other side of amrit by kicking off a quick rapid fire round are you okay with that sure all <laughs> okay. right excited yes. all right so let's get started what is the stupidest dare you have ever agreed to stupidest dare <laughs> uh, uh, we were playing a game that day and uh, i think uh, i was asked to drink a glass of water in which my dog had licked, <laughs> licked so he had a uh, water and my friends asked me to drink that and i did that <laughs> but i i don't feel so bad because i love yeah. my dog yeah. <laughs> it did not any dog lovers feel bad i i also have yeah. a, a dog and yeah i can relate to it <laughs> moving to the next one if you could afford any car which one would you drive i would i would never go beyond a, a normal 3 lakh 4 lakh rupees car like maruti wagona and that that yeah that directly relates to my values i am a social entrepreneur so the the college dream of having a bmw in my backyard has gone into trash money doesn't excite me anymore this bmws and rolex watches are out of my dream that's because if at all i have any surplus in my enterprise instead of buying a bmw for myself i would rather make sure that the funds are disseminated in such a way that 100 people will at least buy a tata nano or a wagner and this is the real way to to make india economically balanced yeah. there is huge income disparity in india yeah. rich are very rich and poor are very poor yeah but india needs social entrepreneurs not just entrepreneurs yeah great great thought over there and let's move ahead have you ever walked out of a movie theater mid show <laughs> i had taken my friends to a movie called thugs of hindustan and uh, i have been facing the music till date we left the movie half watched in the theater uh, in the interval and uh, still i get messages from my friends that do you remember you had taken us to that movie and that was the biggest mistake you made in your life and yes i agree <laughs> so yeah thugs of hindustan sorry amir khan but that was a pathetic movie <laughs> can you describe yourself in just one word one word yeah or uh, can i can i take the liberty of two words yeah go ahead <laughs> uh, uh, a book lover a crazy book lover but of its own kind not like a young reader who doesn't want to keep the passion to himself he yeah. wants to use his reading habit to infect the youth of india all right what is one electronic gadget that you like to see or invent yourself amrit electronic gadget uh, some a gadget which if i which i put it under the pillow before i go to bed tonight and in the morning all the content is transferred in my head <laughs> while i am asleep <laughs> <laughs> so direct uh, feeding to the brain <laughs> quite interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> wonderful and i i thoroughly enjoyed the rapid fire and with that let me flip back to the mainstream and ask you one final question before i let you go amrit what will be your one piece of advice to those aspiring to make big in their careers or lives i think nowadays the uh, the, the the phenomena called career is now outdated extraordinary people don't have careers they have a calling they have an inner calling and to 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 make a change to make a sense of uh, meaningful contribution to the motherland or to the world in general yeah it's not about careers anymore and it's not about belonging to the existing career like science arts commerce and medical engineering no you can create your own personalized customized careers by combining 
two three passions yeah i would highly recommend a book called the da vinci curse not da vinci code da vinci curse where it talks about how to combine your multiple passions to create a completely new category of a career very good example uh, i read by scott adam is a very good author he has written a book called how to fail at almost everything and still win big and he says that uh, he had he was a good uh, painter but not a great painter but he used to paint a little better than most of his friends he had a good sense of humor but not a professional stand up comedian and he came from a business background okay comedy yeah business background and painting suddenly scott adam is the famous business cartoonist so see how you combine your three skills to become a rare mix and now that you don't have to compete in the existing category but now you are a category in itself drawing inspiration from this idea i realize what are my different different skills which i am relatively better than most of our friends but i may not be the best i love reading i am a good reader a better reader than most of my friends but not the best reader in the world i was a teacher i'm i'm good at explaining things yeah that's that's the common uh, feedback i used to get that you are a good explainer you are a good teacher and i had fascination for technology but i'm not a techy guy but a little tech savvy you can say reading teaching technology nothing to do with each other reading teaching and technology and suddenly booklet guy was born that's so profound and i thoroughly enjoyed every bit of this conversation amrit this is so so worth waiting and i'm glad we did it thank you so much i really appreciate your time and insights thank you so much for for showing the patience for waiting for almost one year yeah. <laughs> that's your modesty and i really and uh, you then the doors of booklet uh, house are yeah. always open for you Absolutely. please do come i have a small collection of 4000 books at home you can come <laughs> you can pick as many as you want yeah so thank you yeah. so much uh, sure love talking to you yeah yeah same here same here amrit thank you so much yeah yeah that's it that's it happy reading yeah yeah thank you so that was our episode and it was such a pleasure hosting amrut and talking about his passion for reading and most importantly his mission to make india and the world read so folks before we move into the trivia section here is a request to you in case if you haven't subscribed to us please subscribe from the app where you have tuned in from and uh, also request you to provide your rating or review if possible on apple or spotify and if you have loved this episode and found the conversation useful request you to share with at least three of your friends or colleagues who can benefit from the guiding voice thank you so much in advance now let's cruise into the trivia segment of today's episode today we had a wonderful conversation around books different types of books ebooks audio books and how booklet guy is making india and the world read i thought i'll present you a few facts about books So here comes my first question have you ever wondered how many books have been published although it is impossible for us to come up with an exact number according to google they believe it is about 130 million books and here comes my next one which is the most sold book the bible is sold all over the world which makes it the most sold book ever and at an estimate there are around 5 billion printed copies of it around the world here comes the third one and the last one what is the most expensive book in the world the codex lysister is the most expensive book in the world and you are not going to believe how much it was sold for 
the science book was sold for 30.8 million US dollars in 1994 and you know what was it it was leonardo da vinci's science diary interesting isn't it likewise if you have any facts to share regarding books please feel free to share them with me that's all for today thank you so much for joining me and folks before i let you go please share your topic recommendations and guest speaker suggestions through social media you can find me by searching for navin samala or email me at the guiding voice for you at gmail.com i'm your host navin samala just a fellow it professional but a passionate learner on a mission to make a difference in the careers and lives of millions across the globe until next time bye bye see you all in the next episode with another wonderful guest.